everybody and welcome to the EC Method. I am one of your coaches, Chloe Maidley. And I am your other coach, Emma Story Gordon. Our goal at the EC Method is to encourage, educate and empower you to get the results that you've always wanted. Listen to our weekly podcasts, go to our website, theecmethod.co.uk or simply follow us on Instagram to get more information. I missed my chance <laughs> oh sorry babe but we are um, loved now we are loved now um, oh my god I just had a notification of James and my first date to winter wonderland seven years ago it was oh. our first official date because the the first date before that was a was a ruse oh that made me all emotional hi guys and welcome to the very last EC method live um with this is going to be a really short but sweet one and I'll let Emma explain what's going to happen after. Um, but the first thing that both of us want to say, and I'll again let Emma um, speak as soon as I'm done, your check-ins today, some of your photos, but most of all your words, have been nothing short of life affirming for Emma and I, career affirming. Uh, you could not have soaked up exactly what we were trying to do with you all more I mean, the mindset shifts, the relationship with your body, with food, with training, and the results that have subsequently come from that mindset shift, it just goes to show that the EC method is a good, positive method, and it works. And we are so proud of you all, because ultimately, we give you the roadmap, but you drive yourself there. You do the fucking work. And it's and everybody thanking us, that's really generous of you and we love it but it's you you did the work and we're so fucking proud so massive well done yeah I, I, I feel like something's clicked this round and I don't know like I don't know if I mentioned this on the last one but we definitely spoke about it in voice notes but yeah something just feels like it's clicked I don't know if it's the time I don't know if it's because of how many grads are in there like creating these like social norms of like this is how we approach diet we aren't restrictive like we choose these things it's a completely different mindset and that the intent is so important. And I think, yeah, like, I think it's just, I was thinking about this today. I don't know if this analogy really works because <laughs> I've not played it out yet, right? But I was thinking about how important intent is, not just in, like, we talk about this a lot with losing weight, for example, or fat loss. And, and even though the, I don't know, the diet might be the same or the calorie target might be the same, the way that you're approaching it mentally makes it so different. Like if you're resenting the process, then it's never going to be long-term and you're, it's not going to be enjoyable. So mindset should come first. And I think like, if you take it out of that perspective as well, like what people say is, okay, this is good. This might seem like it's going down a very strange route, but <laughs> in concentration camps, they used to get people to carry sacks of like sand from one side of the camp to the other. And then as soon as they finish, they just carry it back. Right. So you spend all day carrying the sack. And then they'd be like, right, now you just need to move it all back. But it was pointless. So like doing things that, that are pointless, that lack intent is torture. Like yeah. that's what people use as torture. And what's the, there's like that Greek myth of the guy that rolls the boulder up the hill and then rolls yeah. it back down. Like that's hell for him. It's like you just roll it up, it rolls back down, you have to roll up for, for eternity. Whereas if you have purpose behind that, like if you had, my point is it's not the act that's hard or it's not the act that, is the problem like if someone said oh if you move all these sandbags from this side of the camp to the other side of the camp 
that's really beneficial and I don't know I'll donate money to charity if you do that or like doing that is going to help the people at that side of the camp build a house and that's important to them or you know if there's purpose behind your actions then then you can bear anyhow right like if you have a why you can bear anyhow or whatever and I think that like that kind of does translate to an extent to fat loss like if you have a real why if you have a real reason if you come at it with the right mindset fat loss can actually be really empowering and or dieting in general can be really empowering and meaningful but if you lose sense of what purpose it is like that's when you turn to things like you know over dieting or disordered relationships with food when you you kind of get stuck in the mindset that diet culture has been pushing on us for years of like you just need to eat less and less and less and the whole aim is to see how little calories you can possibly survive on like if you lose sight of your real why which might be for example health like if you know that your why is health that will stop you over dieting because you'll know that at a certain point this is no longer healthy and if you lose sight of that that's when things start to kind of go awry don't think that was that related but we're really proud of everyone in this round and it is it is I totally get what you're saying you if you don't have a good enough reason I said this in one of my podcasts it's the beginning of my fat loss podcast if you, if you don't have a good enough reason why you're going to go through hell and then the reason why you crashed out and you fad diet is because you're in hell and you want to get it over with if you have as emma said a real tangible goal that you're excited about and you can find a way to enjoy the process which is partly our job as coaches we're trying to help you get to the end goal and enjoy the process and it's a very fine-tuned balancing act um then you'll get there like i said you know the mind sh- shift and then the subsequent results are phenomenal and it's because we're helping you get there and enjoy it and remember your why and and you're no you're completely right and we always say this as well human beings don't do well in limbo limbo is is a you know dante's inferno it's one of the circles of hell because you just there's no point to it you don't know what the fuck's going on it's confusion and it's murky and it's pointless um and and all of these lessons can be applied to your life so i totally get what you were saying and i definitely think that it is that tangible reason why and enjoying the process en route to it is part of the reason why the EC method clients do so fucking well I agree and also you have to I guess coming back to like what what the actual process is of getting your results is often quite tedious boring consistent like practical things that you need to do every day and like that's why I was kind of using the example of like moving bags of of um sand or something like it's a really sort of boring thing and another example of this is uh from Simon Sinek's TED talk where he talks about I think it was him anyway but someone uses this example where someone asked a cleaner at NASA like what they do and they were like well I help put men on the moon and it's like yeah you, you could if you think my job is to clean toilets that might be really fucking boring and you might think this is the worst job in the world but if you think I'm and you are like there has to be like stages of this like yeah you're helping people put a man on the moon like that's that's really different like that's a different why like you're going to turn up for work every day and actually enjoy the cleaning process because you understand why you're doing it Uh, and I guarantee you in two years time that man ain't going to be cleaning toilets if that's his outlook on life fact that's again full circle back to that same old point that mindset mindset shift and the subsequent results is everything exactly what Emma said it all starts up here and I know it's so cheesy and cliche but it's fucking true um yeah we're really proud of you guys honestly reading some of the stuff you wrote today I've screen grabbed a lot of it we're definitely going to be using it for promotion because you make us look fucking amazing 
but like I say, it's all you. Um, just really touching things as well. And um, really happy that a lot of you, whether you're returning or not, are going into Christmas with such a positive attitude. Yeah, I agree. And I think like for us, I know we've, we probably have mentioned this a million times, but it means so much more to us if you're like, I finally have freedom with food. I can finally enjoy food with my family. They didn't care if you've lost weight, gained weight, stayed the same. Like that is life-changing. That's really life-changing. So if you've managed to sort of change your mindset, and I think it's, it's largely come from the people that are like, yeah, I've been here for five rounds now. And I look back and I can see how different my mindset was. I didn't realize how restrictive this was for, for my whole life, not just the way that I was eating. So we're so proud of you for that. Um, yeah. We're gonna answer some questions and then we're gonna go into the grads group and just explain what's gonna happen over the Christmas period. So we will move over groups. Um, once we've answered these final check uh, questions. Yeah, we're gonna go through everything that's gonna happen. And we're also gonna go through some coaching approaches, some a coach it, what can we, <laughs> I'm trying to merge the words. <laughs> what, a, a coaching Carol. Uh, oh, very good. Oh my gosh. <gasps> we need to do a 12 days of Christmas, but like as in like 12 tips for Christmas from Clemmer. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Our actual specific name. Wait, what? <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> so the, the thing just paused and then I just saw you being like, um, what did you <laughs> I said, is it okay for us to refer to Clemmer in the third person? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. I think, I think we've reached that level. It's fine. All signs point yes. You know, I couldn't sleep last night. Sorry, just <laughs> classic meandering chat before we get into the questions. Because all I had in my head was that line from Shakira's song where she goes, I'm lucky that my breasts are small and humble so you don't confuse them with mountains. And I was thinking, when in the history of the world has a man looked at a pair of breasts and thought, fuck, I'm going to need a yak and I'm going to need a heavy duty backpack to climb that mountain. Like, what a weird lyric. It's one of the best lyrics of all time. Did you hear that? No. Amelia and I say it all the time. Lucky that the rest is small and humble so you don't confuse them with mountains. Here, what was that weird thing that we, we listened to this podcast this week and it, one of the, oh, what was one of the quotes? It was about like, oh, it was about like, it's from a man, obviously, and it was like, yeah, women are worried that, like, their women's biggest fear is that a man will realise that one of their nipples is a different size to the other one. And we were like... Oh, yes, yes, yes. What the fuck are you we talking like, about? That's not my biggest fear. Like, it's, it's actually not. <laughs> I think, like, presumptuous one-liners are the funniest things in the world. So they really get me. So this, but, you know, Tusk, the film I always talk about, where yes. he turns into a walrus and one of the lines in it and it's meant to be funny and it fucking is and he delivers it with like I don't like such conviction and he's like but since the dawn of time man has yearned to turn himself into a walrus <laughs> what the fuck and I literally like crease James is like I don't get it it's like well, we don't have the same sense of humor oh I enjoy that okay so questions I've got two on the on the post do you have any on the live yeah, we've got loads. Shall I hit these first? Yeah. Okay. I don't think they're questions. I think they're just affirmations of joy. <laughs> right, Nikki. 
I just want to say thank you for the last three rounds. Through the ups and downs, you, you and the group have both been fantastic. I've learned so much. Um, the EC have given me the skills to go it alone and I will be forever grateful. The EC mm -hmm. has allowed me to integrate the method into my everyday life while enjoying full life, not to mention managing my injury, mental health and all over well-being. I'm sad to go, but so thrilled what the future holds. Merry Christmas, clamour and heartfelt thanks. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Um, Molly said, and I don't actually know what the context of this is, I was carrying around a Ryanair checked bag, not anymore. I guess that's what, 20 kilograms or something? I don't get it. I think she means like, when you check in with Ryanair, isn't it like a 20 kilogram bag? Yeah, but I don't get, what's the context? It's I, probably need to I think she's got 20 kilograms. Oh, wow. That's insane. If that is the right thing. I mean, I don't. I can't understand what the context would be without it, but we'll see. Uh -huh. um, Kan Chan saying, I thought you said 12 tits of Christmas. That would be better. Yeah, Molly's saying she's lost 20 kilograms. It's incredible. <gasps> that's, oh, it's in like I was carrying around. Oh my God, okay, now I get it. Oh my God, that's incredible. One of my one-to-ones said that to me the other day. She joined me in January and I didn't realize because I only keep tabs on like the weekly, monthly trend. So like as coaches, you don't tab it up. Do you know what I mean? You just go from the trend she obviously as you guys it's more important to you how much you know you have to lose it's out to lose how much you've lost so that to me i've lost 20 i was like fucking it that is phenomenal well done massive well done that's huge um yes well done yeah four rounds 20 kilograms Dream. incredible um okay Charlie, I have put on two pounds in the eight weeks from the start. In the first four weeks, I lost two pounds. So I know it worked and I was more consistent then. The last three weeks was one week of illness, a weekend of Thanksgiving, and then I went back to it. But the weekend excess didn't drop like it would when I used to do the fasting Monday to Wednesday. I've really tried not to panic and starve myself for the short time, for the short term drop, knowing I will only stuff myself up at the weekend if I do but it's a bad habit to break, or sorry, it's a hard habit to break. Yeah. Look, the, the thing is, is that fasting can be a little bit, um, what's the word, false advertising, let's say, because you'll find that if you fast, you're going to get a lower weigh-in during the week over 24-hour periods than you would if you hadn't done that 24-hour that fast, and it's not that it's food volume and it's depletion it's that, it is that simple so you'll find if you fast 24 hours a day once a week that you'll probably get a lower weigh in than if you didn't in that week but overall if you're talking about like the net fat loss over the space of a month all calories created equal whether you implement that deficit via fast or whether you implement that deficit incrementally over the course of the seven day week the fat loss is going to be exactly the same and we talk about this with um, fasted cardio. So yes, you will optimize more body fat when you are training fasted, but the body has a wonderful way of balancing itself out over the course of the day and the week. And actually every single study done on fasted cardio shows that while that happens in the immediate sense, the actual total fat loss over the course of the week slash month is exactly the same. Again, calories and expenditure created equal. So don't let that fool you. And this is where Emma and I say, 
stay consistent, do the expenditure and the calories that we're giving you, make sure that you are getting those steps, getting those workouts and nailing those calories. And over the course of a month, we want to see a trend down. It's not going to happen every day, every week, every fortnight. Body doesn't work like that. So please stay consistent and stay positive. You will get there. And exactly what we're saying, the more that you're on a hamster wheel, like I want to get low weight and I want to get lower, la, 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 the more you're going to wind yourself up into a complete panic and you are going to do something really rash that's not going to help you in the long term, like drop your calories. And then inevitably, as you know, on the weekend, you're going to have some kind of binge not in the binge you know clinical sense but like overeating because you're over restricting and eventually we're going to have to start from square one again I've always said this Emma did a post on this the other day it's actually quicker just to stay the course stay consistent and find the joy in what you're doing Mm -hmm. I agree and I think like you've even said here like I know what happens when I do fast those days I end up overeating on the weekend and like fasting Monday to Wednesday is like a lot it's and and really you just need to take a step back and be like I need to assess this. Like, is this working for me? It's not. So let's take a different approach. So let's take a more moderate approach, one where you can actually fuel yourself, where you can enjoy food. And, and again, this is the real problem with focusing on short-term fluctuations on scale. Like this is the kind of behavior that happens when you're obsessed with losing two pounds because you can do that really easily by just dehydrating yourself, but it's not fat loss. And that's not what we care about. Or that's not your goal is not to just be a bit dehydrated or not have much food volume or deplete your glycogen stores, which is very easy to lose two pounds by doing that. And, and I think really understanding the scales and that like short-term changes like that, you can't lose two pounds of fat in, in two days. Like it, it, it will not happen. So just be a little bit more um, rational about the scale weight and logical and, and what is actually happening. And please just try and stick to the targets that we've given you in a really sensible way. And don't try and rush the process. As Chloe's saying, it will actually take longer. Like the more yeah. that you try something restrictive and have to give up and start again, the longer the process will take. Yeah, and, and just to add to that, like prolonged fasting, as in two, three days plus, no, I don't want any of you doing that. It is not good for you. Right? It's not good for you. And so for so many reasons, unless, unless you are, you have been prescribed that by a dietitian because you are in some kind of disease state, in which case potentially, but not for your average Joe, absolutely not. And if you are doing that, and I hope that you, you don't do that again, or you're, you're not do, still doing it now, um, make sure that you do it under the guidance of a dietitian who can make sure that you're getting like electrolytes and, and your hydration all level and all right. Yeah, well, she's just commented here saying, thank you. That was the sense and scientific food truths and calming words that I needed, the pep talk of truths. So I think that she won't be doing that. So that's great to hear. Okay. Um, Mandy. Hi. Firstly, thank you so much for this group, you two ladies and you two ladies. My mindset is so much better and I've learned from your methods and where I was going wrong. I've decided I'm ready for hypertrophy was in fat loss question is i trained hard from the beginning in terms of weight so should i train harder in terms of maybe an extra set or carry on the same and up my calories and monitor emma so you don't like if you're training hard i mean if you're saying that you can train harder then train harder for sure but i wouldn't say you need to up your sets or anything but you might be able to you might realize that when you start fueling yourself a little bit better i.e you're not in a deficit you can lift slightly heavier weights, you do recover slightly better. So that in that sense, you might be able to train harder. But what's interesting is that a lot of people think that they need like a whole new program for hypertrophy. And actually we're doing all we can for you to build muscle 
in a deficit as well so it's not that the training needs to change it's just that you're fueling yourself slightly differently which puts you in a position where you're more likely to build muscle here here we're, we're already giving you everything you need to do to be building that muscle and exactly what i said the only difference which might help well will help is if you come out of a deficit and increase your calories That's it. Agreed. <laughs> okay to gel this has been my first round but i've been secretly listening to a podcast for about a year i'm near the end of the journey to transition to maintenance literally trying to lose the last five to eight pounds and in all honesty probably my worst eight weeks nothing to oh sorry nothing to do with the ec method but i feel that i hadn't that if i hadn't signed up and didn't have the group and you ladies to support it would have been so much worse as i would have gone into the binge restrict cycle so thank you signed up as a grad i'm ready to go for the second january for the second round in january sorry until then i will move to maintenance sounds excellent yeah, I read your post this morning and it was it was insightful for you, like um, and reflective and ultimately ended on it with a really positive tone. And I was really proud of you for that. Plus, I really liked your gym kit and you look great. <laughs> Plus, you look really quiche. I know we're not allowed to compliment people on how they look, but you really do look great. <laughs> I do that to Emma and um, Amelia all the time. I'm like, I know I shouldn't say this, especially because Amelia is like really. You know what? Amelia does it to me, so you're fine. Uh, okay. And I'm always like, I you're amazing. You're looking really good today. I'm like, stop. I know I shouldn't say it, but your ass is a ten. Amelia's ass is no joke, man. I spend my life trying to get a butt like that. Oh, thanks, boy. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I always say this to Amelia I'm like if you want a friend that's just gonna hype you up all the time be friends with Chloe oh I love it you know what? oh my god I got into a fight once with my group of friends there was a, there was like a new girl who came into our group of friends we're fine now we had it out we're fine but she sat on her phone and recorded herself talking about me to another one of her friends and she was like I just feel like she's really complimentary and it's totally fake and I'm always like wait hang on you made me feel like I was really special and then you went over there and you gave her a compliment and now I'm like what's the deal anyway so I got there <laughs> I was going out to meet them in Greece I just went right up to her and I was like I played her and I was like we need to have a chat I was like listen I think I truly believe I am of this school of thought and I get this from my dad if you think something positive about someone in any way, shape or form, fucking tell them because the world is full of horrible people and insecurities. And if you think something good about someone, tell them on the spot. And that's why it might come across like I'm being a bit fake sometimes. And she was like, okay. And she was mortified. And I don't think that's fake. Like, and also it says more about her that she's like, what? So if you're saying I'm pretty and then you're saying someone else is pretty, then we can't both be pretty. Like, you're not saying you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in the whole world and then walking over to someone else and being like, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. <laughs> How strange. People are odd. But yeah, I think that's, and I think everyone should actually, you know what, I think everyone should go away from the, this round of the EC method with that at the forefront of their mind. If you think something nice about something, especially a woman, because you know how crazy we are up top and like how insecure we are, fucking tell them right there. I agree. I love that advice. And also, even better than that, like, we we were sitting in Costa and, to, oh, Starbucks, and to be fair, this was just a weird man that was <laughs> creeping. But he was like, you guys have the best energy. And we were like, that is the best compliment. Like, if you can give better compliments than just, oh, I really like your top, where did you get it? That's even better, because then it's about you as a person yeah. as opposed to just like, mm, where did a you manufacturer. get it? <laughs> hmm? 
a manufacturer you know what the answer always is to i really like your top or i really like your whatever outfit where'd you get it it's always zara 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 but it was like two years ago zara but it was in a sale oh thanks it's from zara i'm like it's always fucking zara i saw a meme yesterday it was like don't someone had asked like, oh i really like your top where did it where did you get it she's like don't you think it's weird that you just want to copy everything that i do and it's like really oh, fuck off. i hate people like that it's like calm your ego i'm complimenting the designer not you relax i just like that color jesus <laughs> jesus jenny bloody hell right Hi, Clemmer. What would you suggest we do if we ever need to isolate? I'm currently isolating, waiting for my day two test results from a trip away. Oh God, that's going to be me. I live in a small flat, so although I can do home workout steps are a real struggle, it just got me thinking if I ever was told to isolate due to contact with a variant, oh, I hate that this is a consideration now, but true. <laughs> if I'm symptom free, but can't go out, what should I do? Thanks. So... Well I mean, Kim, weren't you here last year? Like, <laughs> hello? Uh, there's the first, the EC method was in lockdown. So you came to the right place, Emma. I mean, well, yeah, that. I mean, you can absolutely do home workouts. You can still hit your nutrition. There's no problems with that. If you want to be active, there are loads of um, YouTube videos now that have like an mm. hour of stepping or something like that. Or you can like dance around the kitchen <laughs> Amelia <laughs> an hour of stepping well yeah people got really into it it's like steps with Rick or something never mm. looks at it but apparently steps <laughs> in with Rick so if you're really struggling you can do that or you can just be like do you know what I'm probably not gonna get as many steps in but let's try and still be fairly active and get like a bare minimum amount um but yeah you kind of just have to get a bit creative and do what you can with what you have um yeah it's exactly what emma said we have home weight home body weight workout so wake up in the morning and do that before you start your day you'll probably feel really good if you want to do another one maybe before dinner break up your day with some activity go for it yeah just get a little bit you know creative maybe if you were to like replace one of the you know like star jumps for example that is steps or like you know one of the exercises i typically with the home body weight will kind of split up resistance and cardio back to back um so like just running up and down the stairs for one of them is like one of the exit like you know there's there's loads of options stuff you can do order a skipping rope from amazon you know like there's there's, there's a lot of um things you can do my you know dj fat tony posted the other day omicron is an exact anagram of moronic <laughs> oh god in my head now. oh is that how you say it we hadn't been watching the news so we weren't sure how to say it omicron I'm pretty sure it is. I mean, I have been watching the news, but I don't really retain information that well in case you hadn't learned by now. <laughs> like um, so I had this frame of doing stuff first thing in the morning, like you were saying, get up, do your workout. And obviously that's useful for numerous reasons. But one way I hadn't thought about it is not only do you then have like the satisfaction for the rest of the day that you're like, I've already done my workout. And not only does it impact like your behaviors for the rest of the day, because you're like, well, it started well, so I'm going to continue. But it also reduces like the, and they, they had a special name for this, I can't remember it, but it's essentially like the anxiety of, I know I've still got to do my workout. That actually is quite fatiguing throughout the whole day. Oh, if yeah. you done in the morning, it's like, you've got the satisfaction and you don't have that like underlying, I've got to do all this, but then I still have to do my workout. So just think getting up and getting it done. 
Agreed. I I love it, and like especially when James like when James is here, there's a whole morning thing that has to happen. But when he's gone, I love it. I get up really early. I go straight to the gym, and it just sits better with me. Agreed. Right. Okay. Tan chance. I'm really struggling with my anxiety at the moment. Um, a lot on with my mother-in-law and work. I've registered for some more therapy, but I'm struggling to uh, prep lovely, colorful, nutritious food. My diet has been protein bars, shakes, and mostly starchy carbs within calories. Am I okay to carry on like this until I bring myself out of this period? Thank you. Yes, of course you are. I Look, you know, I totally get it. I, I've spoken to Kanchan privately and I understand what's going on. And, you know, um, anyone in your situation would be stressed right now. And you've just got to do what you can and, and you will come out of it. Like, I had a horrible few weeks. I was talking to Emma and Amelia, like, you know, about... I had a horrible time. I, I again can't stand those in you know October, early November, and I've come out the other side of it. And you will come out the other side of it. It is transitory, and Canton, you know that. And of course, you know as as you all know, I always say if it's really dragging on, and we're talking like it's not a period of a few weeks. We're now we're talking about months. You do need to ask for help, um, just to speed it up. You're going to come out of it regardless, but just to speed it up, um, and. And yes, I think just do the bare minimum, do what you can. And I would also say, I know it sounds like weird advice, but cutting out alcohol, because I know Kanchan, you and I both like to drink, um, really will help you with your energy levels and kind of your morning, yeah, energy um, and focus. Um, and it might take a few days, but I tend to find typically by day five, I feel like a different person. So it really helps. And um, yeah, that's my advice. I am very glad that you're, you've registered for some more therapy. I think that's excellent. I think I completely agree with Chloe, like don't put extra pressure on yourself. The only caveat to that I will say is that getting in a good like diverse fruit and veg variety of colorful foods like has been linked to better gut, gut microbiome, has been linked to mental health as well. And whether that is gonna have a short-term impact, who knows? But part of this I think is knowing that you can do something about it. Cause a lot of the time when you feel anxious or you feel low or you feel depressed, you're almost like waiting for it to pass and you don't know exactly what you can do to improve the situation. And like, these are some things that, you know, there are some evidence behind. You're doing all the right things, like you're still getting outside, you're getting some fresh air, you're getting your steps in, you're fueling your body with healthy, nutritious food that is gonna have a benefit. And like, so then it's like kind of bringing the power back to you a little bit. So if you can do that, and again, I don't want to put more pressure on you because this can go one of two ways. It can either be quite empowering. You're like, oh, these are great things I can do that even though I don't feel great at the moment, I know we're going to make me feel better or I know should at least help me feel better. But if that's causing you like more stress, like, oh my God, now I'm beating myself up that I didn't get enough fruit and veg in today. Like it, it depends on, on like the severity of how you're feeling. And it, what we're certainly not saying is add on a load of pressure to have like, the optimal diet at the moment but there has been you know good research that links increased fruit and veg intake um gut microbiome and mental health and also the mediterranean diet and mental yeah. health as well yeah i think amazing advice and actually specifically to you canton just because i can so relate and i've so been there um do you know what I've, I, I do when I'm really in a, in a, in a shitty place and I, I just, everything is a fucking struggle. Um, you go into those supermarkets and you get those tubs of soup. You know, I think even the Covent Garden company, it counts as one of your five a day. They're fresh. You refrigerate them. They typically, you know, can last, you know, two weeks. Get fucking 10 of them and a load of, you know, chicken breasts 
shred up the chicken while the soup's cooking. It literally takes less than five minutes. Throw it in there. And then, especially with this weather, it, it's taken usually less than five minutes. You've got your protein, you've got your veg, and you literally had to do fuck all. And Kanchan, I know that you just ordered a pizza oven. So based on Emma's advice, get wholemeal dough, right? I, I presume you're going to do what we have with ours is you buy frozen dough and you let it defrost. Or if you're baking, even better, that's been shown to have huge benefits to anxiety and depression because it's anything methodical, just like training, the way you get a result is really good for anxiety. So if you're, but, or, you know, if you're doing frozen, then whatever, get the wholemeal one for the fiber and do like big veggie pizzas with like, um, a bit like protein on it as well. And there you get your starchy carbs, you get your fiber, you get your fucking pizza and you get your veg. Dream. And put a little smiley face design on the pizza because you know that has been shown to help with depression as well. Yeah, smiles make the world go round. Yeah, just a smiley pizza. That's probably what most people are missing, actually. Um, yeah, that's that's excellent advice. And know that we are always here for you because you've been a long-term EC member and we love you very much. So don't yeah, well, if you're new if you're new we don't give a shit <laughs> no, I'm you know what I mean like when you've known someone for so long like she's so much part of the family that I, I hate hearing that she's struggling at the moment but as Chloe's saying it will pass it happens it happens to pretty much everyone at some point for some reason and you know I think that we have we really have this weird thing fear and kind of almost it's obviously still so much stigma it's like oh, I'm feeling anxious or oh, I'm feeling depressed and it's like it happens to pretty much everyone and it fucking sucks but you do get through it and it's actually only a really small percentage of people that do end up having to go on medication uh it, it, it's it's really normal and a lot of the time you just have to hold on fucking tight and ride it out yeah and no stigma remedication either that's what you need at the time that's what you need at the time it saved my mum's life so if you need it take it yeah okay Polly big thanks ladies the mindset change is enormous and has put me on the path to rediscover my authentic self and is fabulous sending lots of love and light you lovely ladies thanks Polly love you Polly she's um Donna finally got to live just wanted to say massive thanks to you both so welcome um okay Liz I really struggled from week four of this round nearly reached out to you both a few times but thanks to your amazing coaching and podcast I knew exactly what I what was doing wrong and I knew I just needed to stick with it I was keeping up with the workouts but struggling with the food I was exhausted this week I decided to take a break from the workouts first break in 12 weeks and I've noticed that I had stuck to my calories perfectly this week maybe all I needed was to give myself a break I'd have thrown in the towel at this point in the past but this time I'm 100% committed. And this is the end of round three for me. And I'm 13 kilograms down and feeling great. Thank you both. Hope you have a fantastic Christmas. Wow. That's wow. incredible. Well done. That is and incredible. I love that you, you know, this is like, like everything in life, like a peak and trough journey. And I love that you like held on tight through, through your trough. <laughs> yeah. And you've come out the other side of it. Good for you. Agreed. Um, okay. We're ready for the questions, finally. Um, okay, let's get off Instagram, I guess. Okay, <laughs> Carolyn Dutton. Hi, Clemmer, hope you're both okay. I'm working out at home, a mixture of the gym workouts and closed home ones. How important is rest between sets? I started doing abdominal exercises while I'm resting between the weighted exercises for 30 seconds. Is that okay? 
or should I take the actual rest? I want to improve my core, so I thought it might be a quick way to incorporate core without extending the session time too much. So we program for um, rest time. Um, it is important that you take said rest time. I personally would rather that you take the rest time and then do a short, sharp little ab circuit at the end. Um, Emma might have something different to say, Emma? I mean, I'm not gonna dispute that. I think rest time is very important, but I think on, especially on like the more like assistance-based exercises, like if you're doing dumbbell curls and then you do some crunches in between, I'm fine with that. If you if that's how you want to and and your if time is of, um, you know if time is not of the essence yeah if time is of the essence essentially yes. Do you know what's weird? What that, like essence means like importance or like not importance. What is the meaning of essence? Like the crux of something, I guess. Yeah, but it also means scent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna look up the, the exact definition of essence that's gonna annoy me all day now. Okay, Claire Davies, morning beauties. I'm sure this has been asked, so I'm sorry to ask it again. Sorry. No, no. Stop apologizing. I added one sorry. <laughs> you wanna know what essence means? <clears throat> like the intrinsic the intrinsic nature or indispensable quality of something. Especially yeah, so something abstract that determines its character. Yeah, so the crux, basically. So I was kind basically, of, the crux, like I would say, yeah. Second time around, I was like, this is what I do on my solo podcast. I talk to myself and essentially just like big myself up the whole time. God, you're so good. I'm so good at this. <laughs> oh, I'm giddy today. Okay, relax. It's what the Christmas tree has done to me. Okay, um, right, next round, I would like to start to move away from tracking. I thought Claire was leaving. Apparently no, she changed her mind and it's great. Oh, fab, well done, Claire. Next round, I'd quite like to move away from tracking. I've been doing it for years and I'm still horrific at portion control, so I'll, so I'll still weigh some things. What are your top tips for this? I'll probably continue to track over Christmas for obvious reasons. Yeah, listen to my latest podcast on this and we're going to talk about it in the next five on the new group. But if I'm at maintenance, it seems like the right time to give it a go. No, thank you. I hope you have a lush Christmas break. Much love. Okay, number one. Okay, we'll talk about tracking in the next five and I've done it in, in the podcast and I'm sure Emma might have something to say about tracking over Christmas. So I'll let her pick that up. Um, coming away from tracking, there are so many different ways to do it. Um, I personally with clients will start with untracked meals. I will start with untracked days. I will um, really encourage getting into a routine and I structure with food. And then when you go out, either making smart decisions, accepting that you're gonna eat what you wanna eat from the menu and that's okay. Um, or coming back to tracking if you are intent on sticking to your calories. Really, it depends. It, this is a whole conversation that we would have to have. I'm gonna let Emma take it from here because I know that obviously, especially doing EIQ with Amelia, she'll probably have some really thoughtful comments on this i'm going to keep it really simple like i think people big this up to be a bigger deal than it needs to be like mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter that you're tracking food or not like it has the same effect on your body whether you're putting it into my fitness pile or not so i mean most people especially during the week eat roughly the same things most days so why don't you just try you know if you're really worried about this track one day don't track the next day track one day don't track the next day 
and you'll know like Claire you've been tracking for a decent amount of time now you say that you're awful at portion control but you're not like you should be able to eye up something and know roughly what it is now I mean it's exactly you're probably putting the same shit into my fitness pal day in day out like you have enough knowledge to do this you absolutely do um so I, I would say like don't like try it first before you big it up to be something that it doesn't have to be mm. and it, and really the the big issue with coming away from tracking is more psychological than anything else like from a practical standpoint like food is still food it still has the same calories in it whether you're inputting it into an app or not and and just reminding yourself of that and that you know if you ate the same as yesterday but you didn't track up my fitness parts can have the exact same impact on your body preach it babe we're done for questions on here do we have Ooh. any more on the um nikki's just saying love that um so true emma the same shit into my fitness pal every day yeah like so why are you worried about not tracking it if it and, it, and then when you sort of break that down you ask yourself why you're like oh okay like this is completely psychological it's nothing like physiological at all it, you know if i'm add if i'm putting in the same breakfast lunch and dinner every day why does it matter if i put it in or not is that a dog collar or is that like a hairband? No, it's a dog collar, but... Yeah. but it works. You I look know. like um, Blair from... Uh, oh, yeah, you do look like Blair from Gossip Girl. As fucking if, please. But I mean, do. I do with like that on, you do. A small child on her first day of school. Yeah, all that, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, right. so we're done, guys. And I think I'll kick it off by saying Merry Christmas and a happy... Happy New Year! Yay! Yeah, well, well done, guys. This has been one of the most incredible rounds, if not the most incredible round. And yeah. Well done. We've said it all. Well done. Oh, and actually, people listening to the podcast, you can now, no, you can't yet. You can join the waiting list for the next round and you will be first to be messaged. Um, and that will be open very shortly for the January intake. So go to theecmethod.co.uk. Bye. Bye.